Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and I'm a style boy for life. And joining me, as always, a man that treats fat people like they were thin, Mr. Andy Molitor. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I maybe giggled it before we got on the show, but it doesn't matter. We had a good day yesterday. I'm looking at the, the scoreboard, and... um. You bet a match that didn't get played, so that canceled. But your uh, Bedosa Kvitova over nine and a half, and if you anybody got weird and laddered it, that was over twelve and a half. So you could have probably cashed like a, a plus two fifty on that if you went weird. And we did cash a, an over two and a half sets in Zdanskits Potapova uh, at plus one eighty five. That was nice. My Champions League, I bet an over, guys. Two goals called back, disallowed. Said, nah, rules are rules. He was offside. Can't count that goal. That's bad for an over, but still got there. Over three, never in doubt. The uh, the route was on early and often. They just needed to, I don't know, stop going offside. Apparently, it did end up, did end up getting four goals in that one. And I, I, I actually posted about this on Betsford's. The biggest mistake a man can make in soccer betting is to win on Champions League because <laughs> you will undoubtedly go back to the – like, the, the outcomes are always the same. You either lose your money on Champions League, you're down X amount of dollars, or you win it, and then you piss that money away the next day on Europa because you're feeling it, seeing the board clearly. So um, I'm going to do that anyway. Hey, look so down over Europa. there in the corner. And, uh, you'll see how I that did happens. not bet the yeah. I did not bet the Holland brace by itself. I did put together a. Um, I'm in, I'm in the business of and Alex talks so about another Frenchman. Let this down. Keeping keeping uh, you know, sportsbooks happy by placing stupid parlays. That was part of that, and then I put in a live first half over parlay, uh, and I couldn't find a number I liked on what was it Real Madrid. So I just put over one and a half for their team total. All that came through by like the 38th minute. So I did hit a stupid parlay yesterday, which led me to put in more stupid parlays. So ended up, <laughs> up up for the day, but like I said, going to piss it away on Europa. Hopefully give it back. I, I've got a couple I don't mind, but uh we'll we'll start with some golf. The Shriners is just starting because it is in the specific time zone. Uh, out west, one of my outrights is absolutely ejecting already. Taylor Pendrith wants to go back to Canada, apparently. Max Homa's looking good. Uh, played him over. Hopefully, Patrick Cantley just doesn't show up. Or maybe hits a ball and leaves because Homa at plus 150 over Cantley felt like a nice buy for me. Keith Mitchell just birdied the second hole. Let's go. That's a nice outright. I'd like Killer Keith to win. but uh, And I did play him over McNeely this morning in a, in a daily matchup. But hopefully, that one goes well. I have one for much, much later. These are like 4 p.m. tea times again. It is on the West Coast, so we're having late, late times. And Dean Burmester, somebody I talked about yesterday with my guy Ryan Noonan as a, a someone I'm targeting a little more. Can, he's a Canadian. No, he's a South African. He's a European tour guy. He's played pretty well over there. He's, uh, I think, going to end up on more PGA Tour events now, making his way over this way. He played well at the Open. He played well uh, – God, I think he was uh, corn corn fairy championship the other day too. Um, 
God, when was that? Early? It's about a month ago now. I think he was highly, highly decorated there. Is that what you say when you play highly? But uh, playing well, fourth at the Sanderson. He's somebody I took an outright on as well. I think that outright was like 80 to one, something around there. He was one of the longer ones I did end up taking. Doesn't tee off till later, but I did play him over Justin Sue, who is another, you know, a corn fairy name you're going to hear more of. He's good. He's going to be good. He hasn't played well yet, kind of at the highest level. Missed the cut at the Fortinet, missed the cut at the Sanderson after winning that corn fairy championship. Um, Hits the ball quite a ways. I worry a little bit about the putting. He didn't putt well, and actually he didn't do anything well last week at Sanderson. Whole game was kind of a mess. Um, guy I'm going to buy on eventually. Like He's a long-term buy. He's going to be good, but right now it's a bit of a fade. This was a, uh, a minus one or a minus half stroke, so not related to Dominic and Sue. I don't think he... Uh, I don't think he is. That's a completely different branch of the Sioux family. Um, but yeah, this is a, yeah, laying a half stroke, minus 110. This is one, like I said, you've got like six hours for this fucker starts. It's a long time. This is the most annoying thing about West Coast golf. It's like a lot of times, you know, I, I need to do round two matchups. So I need to, the prices need to populate. I'm preaching to the choir with you. <laughs> I'm, you know, obviously with uh, <laughs> the tennis and all the times it's going to be. But you never uh, know when it is. You never but, know. And that's what sucks is like these prices aren't going to populate till like 7.30 p.m. Sometimes I can do it like early afternoon if it's East Coast. And uh, I mentioned Maverick McNeely, and I'm just going to say this on the air. Otherwise, Link's going to just keep spamming the chat. Um, Maverick McNeely, he said <laughs> that was Kaepernick's nickname as well. McNeely, get it? And then he wrote Taps Mike like he is a stand-up comedian. I'd watch him do open mic. I would, um, but that was that was sufficient. Oh, Pat, Pat Patrick just making an open mic comment. So that's it for this afternoon. Uh, I think all of my full tournament matchups have started, except ah, oh, you know what? I faded Sue twice. I played Grayson Sig over him in a full tournament matchup. That was more of a uh, bookmaker had that priced at minus one thirty, and Bet Online had it at minus one hundred five. I liked it already, and the fact that there was a 25 cent difference from a sharp book to a less I, I don't fault bet online for they're not like super square but that was a, a big difference so i ended up having to play that and we'll head to northern africa like erwin rommel here and uh you've been rommel-esque <laughs> i don't know if that's a good comparison anyone's ever hey, can we pivot, we pivot can, off we Nazis? Pivot? can we pivot oh was he was he? I don't know. Sounds true. I don't know. I just Either way, he was a uh, he was a tank guy, and uh, yeah, we are in Tunisia. Nothing in the other one. We're doing nothing in Ostrava. It's just the timing of that one. I'm just reading quickly. Yeah, no, he was Erwin a Nazi. Rommel, let's, let's, let's try to move on. Yeah, we, just we, wanted we, to make sure that we're going to we're going to disavow that analogy. <laughs> disavow <laughs> the comparison. Alex has been playing. Uh, he's been betting good tennis. But nothing like that. So we're just gonna we're just gonna go to Tunisia. We only got one bet, Monastir. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I believe it's Monastir. That's that's what I've been saying, and no one's corrected me yet. Usually my buddy Zane in the chat will correct me, or maybe Dan will get bored and look it up. I really don't care. Um, it's a wonderful little tournament in Tunisia. Alms Jabor continues to play really well, and we're just gonna bet on that. Um, you know, like you said, we still have tennis in Ostrava. 
just a couple lines open. Thought about maybe a Rybakina Kavitova first set over, but the over nine and a half is priced like minus 135. They finally put a good number out there. Um, Kasekina Alexandrova is a coin flip right where I have it. That should be fun. Annette uh, Contave plays Martin Sova this afternoon. Wouldn't mind a bet on Martin Sova. The price is a little high, but nothing I liked enough to bet again, except this under here in Tunisia. Jabor has just been fantastic. Um, again, 6-3-6-2 in her first match and expect another blowout here. Looking at the line, uh, the spread's six and a half and even some sevens floating around there, but still a total of only 18 games. So uh, six, four, six, two, you'd lose on that spread. We get a push here. It looks like a six, one, six, two kind of situation. So uh, the spread's probably okay. If you want to play, it just looks like a better angle to me. Give me the under 18 games here. And again, this will be about an hour after we finish the show, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's scheduled for right now, but the match before it is yet to finish. So we're not sure. Sometimes with these big favorites that you think are just going to truck, sometimes you'll parlay it. Is it just because it's Thursday and there's just no other good favorites to parlay this with? That we're gonna well, she's minus 1,400 on the money line. Oh, so. never mind. Okay. We're yeah. gonna, I, I thought it was going to be like 600. I didn't realize no. it was. Some not, women's, I'm not good at converting women's um, totals to spreads at all. Or, or hand. I'll work on it. Handicap. The... the the money lines, if you will. So, all right. Thursday night football, the actual main event tonight, although Europa is the closer today. Uh, Broncos, Colts lost a lot of the luster. I mean, before the season, it was like, hey, we got two two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in new spots. of turds day. And now Russell Wilson he says he's fine, but it's been a throwing shoulder injury. JT is out for Indy, so it's going to be the Naheem Hines show, Hines 57. Um, I mean, we lost, Tim, we lost Tim Patrick early in the or preseason. We lost Javante Williams. Everybody is losing players, dropping left and right. Um, but the game is still going to be played. I played a little on this under when it was 43 and a half on Tuesday just because I was expecting injury news to go bad, and I thought I'd get some value. I was hoping it dropped like a rock. I was going to take, like, over 41 just try to middle it at this point. Now I'm hoping we have a competent first half that results in a bunch of maybe unlucky red zone possessions where I can middle this live or middle this at halftime, try to find something like an over, you know, over 32 and a half live, something that gives me a nice fat middle on this. It doesn't always work out that way. So no bet at these current numbers. I've seen uh, constant movement for Indy plus three and a half. Denver minus three. It does seem to be bouncing back and forth a little bit here. So there's been a couple games like that where you've seen some two-sided action. And uh, Calhoun says the game should be played on sad today because it is sad. And that's true. So, but we do oh, have look uh, Calhoun for lame dad jokes. Yeah, I know. He, he, is, he is our age. So. Uh, but we do have Thursday night first touchdown scores. As always, we're gonna get this one. This is a, this is a game. This is a, it feels like an easy one. I don't know. It just feels like this is gonna be a no doubter when we get to it. 
it's I feel pretty good as, as well. And you'll see still some pretty big numbers up there. Patrick, get excited. You're going to like this list. You've called one right off the bat. Um, we're going to start with a wide receiver here. Alec Pierce uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. He is someone who continues each week to get more and more targets. Missed the first week with an injury here. Was someone the Colts put a little draft capital into here and has a great chance, I think, to surpass Doolin in here and become the number two wide receiver. Now, maybe that's not the most inspiring thing, given the way Matt Ryan's playing, but a man who's getting targets, especially inside the red zone, actually um, is getting close now to red zone targets for the season for, uh, with Michael Pittman. Again, Pittman, the leader in targets for the Colts with a bullet there. I mean, just absolutely getting the most work. Um, Naheem Hines is actually second there, but he's the starter today. Small number, but yeah, Alec Pierce here. There's a 20 to one floating around there. Anything 18 to one or better I would play. Um, I think we're going to see this number only get smaller each and every week. The Broncos have given up some touchdowns to wide receivers, especially over the, when you look over the last season as well. So 18 to one or better looks pretty good there. Uh, give me all the tight ends. Um, both teams here are in the top 10 of touchdowns given up to tight ends already. Again, short season, small sample size, but when you look at the linebacking cores and the way these teams are set up, there is a lot of opportunities in the middle of the field and on play action for these players here. Mo Ali cox similar to Pierce, more targets every week, seems to be supplanting himself as the Colts tight end. Um, had two touchdowns last week, I believe, maybe just one. I, it's, I can't remember, but scored, and I believe, uh, pretty early as well. Again, just gets a lot of targets here for Matt Ryan. Love him at 18 to 1 or better. There's 20 out there. Our Eric Solbert, um, honestly, slowly surpassing Alberto here as the Broncos tight end. But both of them at pretty big numbers out there, happy to pick against this Indianapolis team. Russell Wilson has always been great for tight ends, especially in first touchdown scores. So South Bear, 20 to 1 or better. Albert O, 25 to 1 or better. Should be easy to find both of those numbers. We'll continue to bet Russell Wilson. Um, you know, again, doesn't look like himself, but still has the mobility, still has the opportunity. And in a home game, um, can definitely see him running one in or even trying to sneak it in here. Um, one of the things that I think we'll see this this week and in this game and part of the reason it took Matt Ryan as well with the lead running backs out here. I think when this, we get short goal line situations, I think there's a chance we see a quarterback sneak tonight. Devontae Williams is out. They'll probably give the ball to Melvin Gordon, but he's been uninspiring. Latavius Murray coming off the practice squad. Yes, running back might not be the toughest position to learn in a few days, but still coming in totally fresh here. Wilson has rushed for a few touchdowns every season here. Happy to play him at 25 to one or better. And again, Matt Ryan, a really big number, has a touchdown or more, I believe, in every season in his career. Um, someone that doesn't mind coming in for goal line. And, um, you know, Reich, I think, knows what's at stake here in this game. Honestly, might not even mind an excuse for maybe getting Matt Ryan hurt a little bit here and backed up. So, Jesus first and goal, uh, it's, you know, on the one line, and I think we'll see Matt Ryan maybe have a chance to try to sneak under center there and get a touchdown. Either way, it's a huge number, 50 to 1. So, give me the quarterbacks, give me the tight ends, and give me Alec Pierce tonight. Brown bag bets on a Thursday where implying that a coach may try to get his quarterback hurt on purpose was only the second most controversial thing we've said. What's Boone's number? Um, is that pretty low? I haven't looked at the market at all yet. Uh, yes, he is. He's hovering like less than 20. And again, yeah. they bring in Murray right away. Uh, and that's a, drops the all-time worst pass to drop last week. It's That boy's going to be on the end of the bench probably. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I think Boone is more likely to get touches and any touches that matter than Murray. But both of those numbers are pretty untouchable, I think. And, and Murray, like you said, not a hard position to learn. But he did just play Sunday in, you know, London, and now he's joining a new team. He might not, might not honestly even see the field. 
So I, I would be scared off of the Murray number, even at a, a bigger price and the Boone one as well. So who knows what this team's going to do? I like those. Let's get weird. Um, and then Link Calhoun says Matt Ryan is 90 to one at Bovada slash Bodog. Give me a couple Oops, price shot people. Yeah, this price is, shot. this is how, this is how I'm spending my stupid uh, parlay. Some of us hit Will Disley at 30 to one. Some of us hit him at 60 to one. Yeah. There's a, there's a difference when it hits it the accounts. <laughs> it does matter. Um, which leads us to Europa. Similar, to, I think there's like 30 goddamn matches, you guys. There's so many. I guess there's, 32. There's, there's your well, there's Europa, and then there's Europa Conference League, which is like worse Europa. It is like, hey, we have the NIT, and then we have the you know the college basketball whatever, and then we have the Vegas 16 or whatever. They had like that fourth tier college basketball where anybody could get in, teams with losing records. But uh, the, in the main the main draw, we have games starting at 11.45, and we have games starting at 2 p.m. Of course, I'm talking my time, and the first one we will get into is I haven't got to bet Turkish football in a while, and it felt like a uh, an absolute great opportunity. And it's I can't wait overs- to say this. It's over zone. It's Monaco. And Trebzonspor. I, I actually think I'm pretty good. Go go to Trebzonspor's Wikipedia page. I'm actually going to do this right now because, like, this is my favorite team in the Turkish Super League. They have uh, I I can't think of their cool ass nickname. It is like something with a boat or something. Like they're like the dark seas or something. They're they're pretty cool. Um. But uh, they have the cool colors too. It's like the Ashton Villa, Ashton Villa colors. They have the burgundy with the the sky blue. It's really really pretty. Regardless, um, it's a Turkish team. I loved overs in Turkish teams as as it is, and just looking at the head to heads. I'm not a I'm not like digging deep into the stats. I'm digging into, hey, Monaco plays in the French league and they've scored a lot of goals against bad teams. I don't consider the Turkish teams on par with even the French teams as far as low as we'd rank them against like England or whatnot. Uh, Trebzonspor, their last, you know, five matches, if you count Europa and the Super League, they've all had at least three. A bunch of them have had five. This is about as deep as I get into soccer, guys. I'm just looking for teams that have had bad defenses. And uh, the Black Sea Storm, thank you. Black Sea Storm, yeah. Oh god, they have I saw this cool graphic of like a Turkey. boat. Yeah. Uh Europa. Europa. Hi, Am I saying that wrong to Europa? Either Europa, way. Europa, his Europa, who's Europa? Who knows? Rick Daddy says it's our Europa. It's not it's not your Europa, it's our Europa. And then Dan Dan did Dan did hit me in the chat earlier when I put these plays in. He's like, boy, I can't wait for you to try to pronounce these. That's a thing. Like, I'm not watching these soccer matches with the sound on if I have them on at all. Usually it's flash score. So I'm not 100% sure how to say this. Mittiland, I believe, is a Danish squad versus Feyenoord. Oh, man. Feyenoord. 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 It might be Feyenoord or or Feyenoord. 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 It is uh, hey, yeah, a Danish a Danish team and a, a Dutch team, Fernerd. Um, <laughs> it was Fernerd. maybe uh, kind of a, a mismatch both ways in Feyenoord's first two matches, but they they beat 
in their last two Europa League matches were six nothing good to the good and four to two to the bad. Same kind of thing for Midland. They played Lazio one five one. The weird match they lost to Sturm Graz, which is not a team I even could tell you what country they're from. Um, Sturm Graz is Austrian. And that's a weird matchup, I guess. But uh, Europa's a weird one. Just kind of looking looking for teams that don't have three and a halfs that have had a bunch of high-scoring games. So both of these are over three at reasonable juice. That's what I want to cheer for, guys. I want to cheer for overs. I want to cheer for goals. I want to cheer goals. against VAR. And, yeah, both of these teams have had a lot of high-scoring affairs. So Monaco Trebzon score over three, minus 110. And Midland Feyenoord over three, minus 115. Fire Nord says Food Snob Frog. I'm glad he's here today, honestly. Uh, it was a day where we needed some pronunciation help. Uh, and that's our time. Tip your waitresses. Enjoy it. Try the, the thumbs up. If you're in the YouTube, you, oh, God, feels so good right now. If you're in the YouTube, please hit Watch the thumbs Popstar. up. Watch Popstar. Watch Popstar never stopping. <laughs> and uh, enjoy your Thursday afternoon. I'll see you guys at halftime tonight for some deep diving with true. God knows where he's going to be. He's on the road traveling for work. So he might be in a dingy hotel in Sacramento or Lodi. It'll be an interesting one for sure. We'll see you then.